Podcast. Gummy's Rubber Boots Podcast. We want to thank you for listening. We're sure you never thought we'd last. Oh, no. We're going to talk nothing, very little sports with your host, Jimmy, Jamie, your James. And now you know for sure that it's going to be a blast. It's going to be a blast. Oh, yes. Because this is the podcast. How excited are you guys? Oh my god. I was going to keep it a secret. Um, but then I got too excited when I was down in Turks and Caicos. <laughs> and so I had to spill the beans with you guys that uh, the podcast trip to the villa is on. Oh, yeah. Now when we say on, we're not talking like next week. Yeah. <laughs> I, do, I am a professional broadcaster who has to do a hockey season and then take a summer off. Yes. And uh, so we're probably looking at the fall. Perfect. All right. Perfect. Lots of time to get in shape. So new, right. new Jack Villa. Oh, new Jack <laughs> Villa. <laughs> Villa. It's, it's, it's on. Uh, new Jack Turks. <laughs> new Jack Turks. I am going to be so ripped. <laughs> I think I've said that so many times on the yeah. podcast, too. But, but this, this one. This one's for real. This is like the Super Bowl of trips. Right. Let's get right into it. Let's play Let's play the week that was, and we'll get into the whole uh, situation with Turks, which is just so exciting. Let's discuss the week that was with James Debbie and the Rebel Boots Podcast Crew. week that was is brought to you by our friends at Untuck It. It's never a good look when you untuck a long, bulky dress shirt, guys. How was Stoff last week with oh, this read? Oh, was fantastic. I mean, he's he's threatening Roddy. He should be coming. His, uh, he should be doing all reads for wait the till, company. Wait till you get the invoice, though. <laughs> invoice, baby. Invoice. Uh, untuck It makes shirts specifically designed to be worn untucked. A casual shirt, not too long, not too short. More than 50 sizing options. Our Untuck It shirts are on the way, I've heard. So we're going to be wearing them probably after I get back from the Super Bowl in that episode. We're going to all have our Untuck It shirts on. Perfect. And no pants. Now, one Why of the not? dads on uh, Barrett's hockey team, mm-hmm. uh, Don McNeil, big fan, was wearing the Untuck It shirt at the hockey game and said it was his best in-store shopping experience ever. Wow. wow. Yeah, he's very, very pro Untuck It. All the hockey mums after hit. They were all checking him out. So sure. is he past uh, Jefferson? Uh, is that the same team? Well, he was looking <laughs> better. No, Jefferson Brown is uh, different school. Team? School. Oh, I get confused. He's a, he's a playground. Oh, playground dad. Dad, yeah. All right. He's still cleaning up. And so what's this guy's name again? Don McNeil. All right. Don he's also McNeil. a fan of the podcast. Did Don McNeil use the uh, promo code rubber boots for 20% off? His... No, he did it in, in store. Oh, he went to the in, in store, store yeah. at Sherway Gardens, the I first Canadian so, yeah. retail store. That it was fantastic. Uh, use the rubber boot, uh, promo code rubber boots if you want to get your Untuck It shirt. Oh, I just, I don't even know where to start on the week that was. Maybe, maybe my best week ever at the. I wasn't expecting the Vila. No. So, a uh, couple things. Bruce McLaren, who is uh, my friend who owns what is now the Waimara Resort. So Bruce oh. and his partner Rob started yes. this resort years ago. It was called Waimara. But they uh, did a deal with Gansevoort, okay. who had a bunch of hotels. Not unlike the Trump thing. You know how Trump doesn't actually build his own freaking hotels he mo- most of the time. He just oh. sells his name as a brand. Wow. Although I don't know who would want yeah, to put that brand, brand on any hotels hurt. anymore. So uh, basically their deal's ending, and so we're going to call it the Waimara. The Waimara. Yes. Now, uh, Lester's already done a new song, which we'll play later. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I'm interviewing Bruce uh, at the end of the podcast. Okay. Nice. And I, I, look, it, I know everybody thinks we, we suck up the sponsors, but I only do these interviews because I think they're interesting stories. And uh-huh. Bruce, Bruce was a high, uh, high school guy from Ottawa. He was just like me. Yeah. And he went and was a huge, went to Australia, uh, met a wife who's basically a supermodel. Wow. And uh, she's not really a supermodel, but she's just a fantastic yes. lady. And uh, m- made a bunch of money in steel and then started this resort. And he's a huge hockey fan. He's got all sorts of funny stories about Zen and Kanopka and such. He's going to tell us. <laughs> and all the hockey players who've been down yeah. at the resort. So Weimara, Lester's new Weimara, Weimara theme. Yes. We don't say the G word anymore. No. We're all about the Weimara. I liked, I liked, I'll say this. I like the old theme so much, so I've 
worked it into the, the old groove, okay? Oh, so okay. let's check this out, Stuff. You ready? Oh, you want to play it then? Yeah. Are you, uh, you going to play right. it? Are you, yeah. I thought we were going to play right. it. All right, so no, we'll play it now. Okay, let's hear it. You work too hard. You need a vacation. So be like Jimmy and go to Turks and Caicos. Luxury and class of five-star resort. You must book. Why Mara? <laughs> Why Mara? <laughs> Why Mara? <laughs> I like it. I like it. That's really well done, Lester. You, you put a lot of effort into that. Why Mara? Why Mara? <laughs> let, let me get, give you the backstory. I I I, wanted, I did do something new, so right. we'll play that. But uh, just for you, stuff uh, and, and for and stuff. I asked James of the weekend, hey, listen, I'm not sure how to pronounce this thing, so can you send me a voice text <laughs> so I can pronounce this properly? And he did it three times, which was perfect. Why, Mara? <laughs> you know what it sounds like? Remember in season one, and we talked about that bit that used to be on the internet where they did uh, oh, uh, fake pronunciations uh, and fake uh, one, definitions one of names? Wario. One Wario. What? Wario. Toddy is the teenth. Of one Wario. <laughs> For January? They were fooling people uh, where English is a second language, yeah. so they went online and you look up January and it says, one Wario. <laughs> T-Day is the teenth of one Wario. That's what my voice sounds like. Okay, so the new Weimara theme, we'll play that at the end before Bruce's interview. Okay, that's fine. And Bruce is going to give us all the details of his story and the villa and our trip to the villa, which is just... Yeah, so basically what happened this time, I thought I, me and Brooksy, yes. uh, we just escaped for a few days to go to the Weimara Resort. Yes. And uh, we got I got off the plane and Bruce is like, hey, why don't you spend a couple of days at the villa? I have one that's empty for a Best couple of days. Best text ever. Unbelievable. Uh, on, and I'll say we went there the time before last year, but I really enjoyed it this time. Like I didn't want to leave. They had they basically had had to kick me out. It's spectacular. They had to kick me out because Drew Barrymore was coming in. Get out. Yeah, I probably shouldn't mention that. The, the Weimara people, they like to keep their keep celebrities us, slow. Oh, but I, sure. I can say it, whatever. Drew now, do they keep you on the down low, too? Or are you... <laughs> no, I'm, you supposed, I'm all over Instagram <laughs> That's awesome, and such. Though. Well, you guys saw the post. I did a big oh. tour of the villa. <laughs> yes. It is spectacular. It is. It's 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 really unbelievable. You do feel like you're living. I know, Puffy, you, you have that fantasy of living like... We all have yes. the... I feel like I'm the rapper in the rap video. Oh, for sure. That's a rap video house. It is. It's unbelievable. So, the deal with Bruce, you know, I, I mentioned uh, to Bruce about the guys. You know, I got to get the guys down. You, you sponsor the pod. And he's keen as heck. He wanted us down as early as May, but I said, I have hockey and such, so we're looking at the fall. So, uh, Mike, yes. I, I talked about my buddy Mike from Oakville, yes. who, who owns one of the villas. Okay. And so most of the villas are four bedrooms. Mike has a five bedroom. Oh, and perfect. so Mike is a huge fan of the pod now. And we're a big fan of Mike. Fantastic yes. guy. Humongous and, fan. Sorry? Humongous fans. Humongous yes. fans. Oh, huge. <laughs> and uh, Mike wants us to use his villa. So perfect. It's got, it's got a fifth bedroom. Oh, yeah. So I was thinking, you know, I, I, I posted on Instagram on the, uh, the rooming assignments. Yes. We have yes. a lot of decisions to make. Yeah. I, like, I saw that I was on deck chairs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I assume that's You'll just that I would be in a drunken stupor. Oh, look who's here, everybody! Oh, oh. <laughs> Rod- franchise. Roddy has franchise just dropped by. Great. He's in a suit. He's doing his updates. He's going to come in. Beer come on. <laughs> it's empty. You know, Thanks, this is exciting. I don't know if I don't know if Roddy even knows the news. I may have mentioned it oh. to him in passing. Roddy, uh, you know? Do you know about the villa trip <laughs> that we're all going to Turks and Caicos in the fall? Uh, I'd heard a little bit about this. Please tell me more. Well, now, Roddy, it may be, it's going to be during CFL season, yeah. but we can, like, you know, three nights, four nights, could we squeeze it in between Roddy games? Like, let's say if he does a Friday night football and then it's over Saturday, we could go, like, Sunday to Wednesday or something and get him yeah, back. Yeah, our schedules right? are wide open. Sure. Roddy, would you be into the I, Villa trip? I, I appreciate being in your thoughts. And, um, yeah, keep me in mind. Absolutely. <laughs> That, that sounds great. A long list of people are lining up. Mm-hmm. So what we thought we'd do, there's four bedrooms, all uh, with their own en suites, all mm-hmm. facing the ocean, all with balconies. You oh. saw on my tour. It's, Gorgeous. It's, they're it's unbelievable. unbelievable. Uh, but Mikey's has a fifth bedroom. 
So we thought maybe we'd have the fifth bedroom contest. <laughs> sure. You know, uh, Stoff will get a room. Jimmy will get a room. Oh, you mean you two could share a room? There's one room that has yeah. two two single beds, but yeah. all the other rooms are kings. Um, or you could each have your own room, and yes. then we have the fifth bedroom contest. Fifth bedroom right. contest. Now, Roddy. Now, if Roddy can come, who's going to stop Roddy from being down there? <laughs> but then, I'd, Rod- just, I'd be happy to sleep on the beach. To be honest with you, right. <laughs> But then all Roddy's friends, as I said, That's my posts would have to come. They would take... In air quotes, yes. Although that would be advantageous. If yes. Roddy brought like his typical yeah. you know, Kate Upton group that he brought to Mexico... Are you inviting me or are you inviting Rod Baby? <laughs> there's a difference. I think Roddy during the day, Rod, Rod Baby, Baby at Rod night. Okay, there it is. So... You just, you know what? I've said this before to many people. You just want me for Rod Baby. <laughs> now, how long do you how long do you have here right now? Uh, I'm good for a, a few least minutes, five, five, ten minutes. Sure. Oh, I'll tell you what. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to come back to our Vila discussion, okay? Because we have a lot of things to go over. Yeah. Uh, we're going to break out of the week that was. Uh, I guess we should play the Untuck It theme. The moment I saw her, I knew it was on. dance just as much as her smile She looked me up and down And studied every move And as she drew near enough She said She said I like your shirt And I said thanks babe It's an untuck it Untuck it Cool Relaxed, comfortable. As sexy as you are doing that, uh, Lester, another thing I would like to have done is a remake of that song with Roddy Roddy. doing the voice. I was just going to say, Roddy like Lester doing that. Lester's got Roddy going now. I know. I'm a gentle lover, don't forget. You can't make love to that song. If if we're alone at the villa and we play that song, we'll all be making love to each other. Okay. <laughs> it would just be a scene. Uh-huh. It would be an interesting podcast. <laughs> so uh, another addition, Lindsay Hamilton was fantastic last week in uh, yes. Two Trues, One Lie. She all she, she fooled, she fooled us all. Us. She stumped us. So uh, now it's Roddy's turn for our Puckpedia segment. Before we get to it, uh, let's tell you about Puckpedia. Let me tell you about Puckpedia. Snaps, contracts, and caps. It's all there for you. One-stop shop. For your hockey information, it's a new sensation. So log on, log on, log on. If you give a buck, go to puckpedia.com. Big time of year for Hart and Puckpedia. Oh, I was Ladies, on there today. Leading up to the deadline, there's tons of stuff here. I'm just going to look at his most recent tweets here. Uh, he's got uh, comparison to Ryan Strom. What's that one about? Uh, turn of the visitation. He's got so much cap hit information under there, and that's what all that matters right now as we head up to the. I deadline. was making Absolutely. fake McDavid trades. Right, he's got the Spooner buyout. <laughs> if the Oilers have what you were doing I was, I was that trading McDavid to the Toronto Maple Leafs. Oh, on Puckpedia. Puckpedia. dot com. I had him going to Dallas. Oh. <laughs> you had him. Going. I, I'm, I'm wondering if McDavid is doing fake McDavid trades. <laughs> <laughs> Dirty he looks so happy. Oh, I feel oh so God. bad for the guy. Go to at Puckpedia on Twitter and Puckpedia.com for all your salary cap info. Contracts is the ultimate source for hockey fans and professionals. And we also do this segment called Two Trues, One Lie. It's Roddy Edition. Uh, I don't know if you've heard this before on oh, yes. the pod. Okay, yeah. so you can do it in any order you want. Okay. And the idea is to uh, try and fool us. All right. Well, story number one. I go back to the early 80s when uh, I was in university in my first year. In this is Roddy or Rod? Uh, yeah, okay. Well, actually, no, this is just Rod. Roddy would never okay. resort to something like this. But um, I had an assignment. It was a just a mini <clears throat> radio doc. Uh, we could pick whatever subject. And I got a little cavalier, and I let it go close to the deadline. And I thought, all of a sudden, i got to get this thing done. So I picked out a book on fasting. It was called Fasting the Ultimate Diet by Dr. Alan Cott. And I thought, oh, how am I going to do this? I... Um, so I started to put the documentary together and write it, and I, I need a doctor. i gotta, I got to interview a doctor about this, preferably him. And I just, for whatever reason, didn't get around to interviewing a doctor, so I interviewed myself. I changed my voice, <laughs> and I, I had little EQ on it, and, you know, it was something like, um, you know, when you fast, you, uh, you know, you, uh, you don't need to fear starving because you can live <laughs> off, you know, your reserves for at least four weeks. It was, it was a very low and gravelly voice. And anyway, so... 
I did that. And uh, if this is I, a lie, this is the most detailed lie I've ever heard. <laughs> well, anyway, they're all going to be detailed. Believe okay, me. Okay. Anyway, okay. Um, so uh, did you get an A? I did. I did. I got an A. <laughs> and I'm not very proud. I've been ashamed of it for thirty some odd years. But I mean, but it was well produced. I mean, I yeah. you know, it, it was a well produced mini radio documentary, and it wasn't a big chunk of the overall mark, but. Still, I thought that was the one time I interviewed myself, and I did. Went, I did something similar, which I should come clean on at Carleton University. Mm-hmm. My first investigative sixty minutes piece, for which I got an A plus. Uh, we did a story on a parking scam. How if you bought a parking pass at Carleton for three hundred bucks or whatever, and then you pretended you lost your card, you can go in and get another one for a dollar. Right. So. Uh, in the scam, people kept going in and getting new ones for a dollar, and then selling them <laughs> right. to all their friends. And so we interviewed people in shadow for the documentary. <laughs> and you did it. <laughs> and I, I was the one behind the scam. <laughs> That's good. Very good. That's good. So I've interviewed this top security guy, and he's like, yeah, this is a real problem here. Yeah. We, we have to have to come to terms with. And I'm like, yes, it's it's horrible that students yeah. will do this thing. Yeah. Perpetrated by me this and my great. idiot friends. I got you to admit a truth, and how do you know I'm even telling <laughs> the truth? Wait a second. <laughs> I baited you. Damn it. <laughs> All right, number two. Story number two. Um, I... Uh, uh, this this front tooth is not real. Uh, it's now a uh, dental implant. Bottom tooth? A uh, front tooth. Front, right, right front, up there. Okay. Yeah, the one that looks a little lighter than the rest. i got to get that corrected. i got to use white strips than everybody else because it's <laughs> right. sort of standing out a little bit whiter than the other ones. Right. Anyway, there was a time, it, before it was an implant, it was a post-crown. And uh, one day before the show, I don't know how, the, the post-crown, I bit into an apple, I guess, and the post-crown snapped. So there's the fake part of the tooth into the, the real part. Anyway, long, long story short... It's like almost 5 o'clock, and I'm on at 6, I guess, or 6.30. Anyway, we're close to showtime, and it's my front tooth. Now, <laughs> television alone visually presents a problem of an anchor goes on there smiling, <laughs> right. and there's a front tooth missing. Right. But there's not only that. Even if you could do it oh, all talk. off camera... It sounds like Mike Babcock's talking about putting Mitt Smarner and Austin Matthews on the same line. And I remember talking, and I can't remember who was producing... But I kept tight-lipped about it all, literally. And I thought, i got to do something. So I got in the car, and I drove to the gas station. There's a shell station just down the road. And I bought some crazy glue. I went into the bathroom, and I glued the sides of it to sort of side... I can't remember what it did, or just to the post. And I managed to get it temporarily glued on. And I got through the show, and as I was driving home... I thought, maybe I really solved this problem. Maybe I don't even have to call the dentist and just ran my tongue along the tooth and it popped out again. <laughs> I thought, this is, I just narrowly got through this. Yeah. Wow. So I just, I thought that was, and there was one producer who could verify, you know, actually, or can he verify? <laughs> it's a he. This it's is all he. part of the story, yeah. Well, I'm in the bathroom, crazy gluing at about, you know, at about 5.30, before, right. just before showtime, and yeah. gluing my tooth in. So that was, anyway. Wow, that's like my, my hair's fake, and that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's <laughs> yes. how that came off yeah, right give, before. Give, give, my give whole, me another admission. My so. whole piece came off. But am I telling you the truth? Oh, so what's the last one? The last one is, uh, one of our shows was 90 minutes long. We were up at 5.30 and going to 7. I want to say it was an extension to trade deadline, but that wouldn't make sense because all your shows go to 6. But we did have a show, a 90-minute show. And I don't know about you, but it's customary for me to always have that pee break before going on. It's kind of important if you're on for an hour or however you you know, just make sure you take care of business. Of course. And um, I was used to doing that at about quarter to 6. Anyway, things got busy, voicing headlines, other things. And I really, really had to go. And remembered all of a sudden we're up at 5.30 and there was no time to go. So I got up on set and I was in agony. Think of the worst case scenario and you're looking, I I gotta go through 90 minutes now. Um, Gatorade? Gatorade bottle? Because this is a family podcast, I am not, well, there was, you know how they have the recycling bins and the garbage bins? Oh, right in the blue box? It wasn't a blue box. Anyway, the garbage. Garbage. I. It, this is a family podcast, as you know. We all know. Yeah. This is not a family. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> let let it suffice to say, Man's I did not. I did not make it through the ninety minutes. Now, did wow. anyone notice that you were doing what you were doing? Amazingly, no, not really. Was uh, and which is another extraordinary thing. At least I hope not. Yeah. Commercial break. You know. Yeah. Qu- Anyway, um, you know, I thought other things like it, there was a San Francisco 49ers in the Super Bowl once where one guy, Hacksaw Reynolds, had to go in the, the huddle. 
they they protected him because they didn't want to you know you could no time to come off the field in the goal line stand, and so the huddle uh, you know that's that. The legend of that—that that he actually—I don't know if he peed in a cup or what he did. Really? Yeah. I but the, heard that, that was story yeah. That anyway, if you look, look up Hacksaw Reynolds. But anyway, 2005 British <laughs> Open, Jack's last Open, where we yes. saw Puffy there. Uh, I had to go. It was I think Jack was playing with Tom, and I can't remember who else. Tom Watson, Jack Nicholas, and and I, we were out at the hole, and they were putting, and I had that same situation. I had a bottle of Gatorade, and I went behind the scoreboard mm-hmm. and. F- Filled that Gatorade, like completely filled. <laughs> and the worst thing is when it's full and you yeah. still got more. To <laughs> I know. Uh, okay, uh, let's get uh, let's uh, get some decisions. This is a tough one. This is uh, a tough, very one. tough one. Lester, tough you one. always go first here. What are you thinking? I'm. I'm gonna say the lie is the last one. The peeing. Because the legend of Roddy, there's no way no one would not notice him. Oh, Taking if, it out if he pulled it out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, the thought, the thought on the floor. It would, it, it would bump the desk. You know, I, I just imagine he'd take it out in this glorious light. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I think. Jeez, oh, um, I want to go with your thought there. <laughs> Puff, I'm going to say it's the tooth. I don't think that he would have been able to fix it. I think if it happened, he would have been screwed. Stuff. So you peed right on set. Uh, no, uh, during a, a quick break off to the off to the side, but didn't leave the uh, studio set. That's believable. I'm going to go with the tooth as well. I thought that he was he was so detailed in the first two. Yeah. That and Roddy is such a detailed guy. Yeah. So unless he's planning an elaborate hoax, I just think you know Roddy would have yanked it on the set. Yeah. But. <laughs> Rod, I think, too classy, no matter how bad he has to go, yeah. to actually urinate in a garbage on the set. Now, Gord Miller, on the other hand, who just walked in, <laughs> that guy do anything. <laughs> he, he's hosting Overdrive today. Um, uh, Roddy, what's the answer? Uh, Lester and JD are correct. Boo. I never peed into a garbage can. Boo. However... However, I uh, when seven o'clock rolled around, yeah. there was almost an accident. That is true. I'm get, getting to the, just getting to the bathroom because ninety holding it for ninety minutes is not fun. Yeah, so. no. I know you got to go, Roddy. Uh, you want to do the recap for us? Oh, sure. Live and in person, the Rod Smith recap okay. after what was a nutty episode last week. Uh, we do the little Sports Center theme, and off you go. Roddy's leaving. Rod Baby is here. <clears throat> last week's pod got <clears throat> well. How do I put this? It led to an odd request. Can I suck in your Now that can't be what it sounds like. Let's see if we can Tarantino this thing a bit. Look, I can do this all day. Look, can you hear the noise? You can just flick it back and forth. Now I want you to come, come over. Give it a little flick. No, I'm not going to. Oh, come on. Flick last no, time. Okay, let's get a little further back, shall we? Well, now that I'm feeling around over there. It's, it's like a couple of 13-year-old boys discovering their body. All right, let's just start from the beginning. See how we got there. Let's give people what they want. Let's take off our shirts and wrestle. Let's go, boys. Let's go. I see. Hmm. What about guests? I bet you guys had guests. Oh, Lindsay Hamilton was on. Good old wholesome Lindsay. I've been handcuffed in the back of a cop car. Has the whole world gone mad? (laughs) At least that's not as bad as whatever this is. He's like in the middle of a large table lying down. There's like, you know, like sushi all over him. Look, guys, everyone knows Roddy's promiscuity runs long like the Nile. But even Roddy has limits and a professional reputation to look after. Are they fading or going blonde or going gray? I don't know if I can do this anymore. Except the invoice. Roddy can still do that. (laughs) But this is a lot to think about. Till next time, kids. Boom. (laughs) Roddy, thank you so much for dropping by. You know the worst thing is? I urinated while you were reading that. (laughs) Later, this is all going to get intertwined, and someone's going to say to me, is that true we heard that you peed on set? <laughs> no, 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 that was the lie. <laughs> oh, no one ever embellishes stories in TV. Never, never. Roddy, thanks for dropping the best, by. Man. See you, Roddy. We'll try to get you the fifth bedroom at the villa. Uh, the uh, Rod Smith recap is brought to you by idrinkcoffee.com. Little of the morning can't keep my eyes open Cause I got to have a, a cup of java I got to have a, a cup of java So I better log on, log on To I drink coffee, I drink coffee dot com I drink coffee dot com
Always good when Roddy's in live. Oh, yeah. That's so much fun. Just to watch. Just to watch the pipes what a work there. He just nailed it. I would have liked it. him to break the tooth off and do it like a recap that way sometime. Yeah, I know. I guess that yeah. Emilio, where are you? Nothing, nothing, uh, okay, back to the villa chat. Uh, yes. So, where the heck were we? A fa- oh, a contest. The, the fifth bedroom fifth contest. Bedroom, yes. So, uh, you know, obviously, Roddy, if he wants to come aboard. <laughs> Hopefully it won't last as long as the intern contest. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, we know we're going, so we have a few months. Yeah. We'll probably have six months to run the six fifth months bedroom and then contest. Some early... Yeah, I mean, the intern's going to want to get in. Yeah, Zach, they'll, all for be, sure. they'll all be trying um, to get down there for sure. All our all our regular correspondents, yeah. our new correspondents, Sikansky's going to want to get in oh, there. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, Scotty over in Berlin's going to come. <laughs> oh oh man, that, well, can you imagine if we actually had 1999 Puffy with us and the real Puffy? <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it guys. would be a scene. Yeah, hey, um, Lindsay Hamilton already wrote after I uh, did the tour that she makes a mean margarita and oh. would like to get involved. Yep. There's a lot of people that have played a role in the podcast. Mm-hmm. Plus, yeah. just people that listen. O dog. Oh god. O-dog. Come on. He, he'll definitely be trying to get in. It. He'll be trying to come. If, if it comes down to a vote between Lindsay Hamilton and O dog, <laughs> I think it's going to be unanimous. Absolutely. But the stories would be good if the if the O dog was there. Yeah. Could Lindsay? Lindsay would change the dynamic with us probably because we would all be uh, doing push-ups in our room for a half an hour <laughs> before coming down <laughs> to <laughs> breakfast. Any incentive to get in good shape? Exactly. Right? You know what I mean? That's right. Uh, I asked this question before when this first came up when the Waimara first started sponsoring us. Uh, do we bring the ladies? Uh, not a question. Lester, are you currently involved or not? I am not. Sir. Okay, so we have well, three of us. That's going to change quickly when word spreads. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Um, hey, yeah, well, and things could change in six months, too, in Lester's oh, yeah, life. For sure. Right? That's true. Things but, could change in our life, too. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've already I'm, I made it clear to Brooksy. Yes. And she says, you're not going to Turks without me. Mm-hmm. Oh. But she said, I'll stay at the resort if you guys have oh. a thing going. Now, Tanya... It would, she, would in, she, in Puffy's world, it would probably help. Yeah, for sure. She she wants to come, but she did see the deck chairs, and she said, "I'm not sleeping on a deck chair." <laughs> no, no. We if 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 lovely Tanya came down, you yeah. two you two would have a room. Yes, there's no doubt about it. Sure, we could find a cot for you somewhere. <laughs> There was a bunch of people chirping on Instagram asking if the uh, if the staff would will be invited down or not. And uh, um, no, I think that's Laura Copa just finally texted me back. Oh. Remember our issue with Laura yeah. Cope last week? Yeah. yeah, she didn't she didn't pick up her phone. No, so uh, well she was at she was at work. Oh. Laura Cope is our uh, women's issues correspondent. Yes, I called her a female correspondent. I don't know if that's I don't know what's the proper women's like, issues probably women's better. Issues our women's yeah, issues correspondent. So we talked about uh, what were we talking about? Eating sushi. You talked Off about body, yeah. snack oh. snack. What was it called? Snackified. Snackable. 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 And uh, we said that we would uh, let women eat off of us, but the snackable thing was eating food off of, like eating sushi off a woman's navel or something yes. like that. I'm just going to read this cold. Laura just sent this to me. Oh, okay. Because I wanted to have her on, but she's working Lose again Lose my today. number. <laughs> <laughs> just to follow up on your question from last week, not going to lie, I had not heard of the term snackable before. Honestly, I was really confused. There was actually a term for that. Also assumed it uh, referred to someone just being really hot, so she was along our lines. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't think it would be really something I'd say or no one else would say as well. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Again, it... Oh, you see, I wanted to know if she would actually do it, yes. or if, she, if it was okay for like women to eat off a men's navel. Yeah. So hmm. she didn't really. Uh, uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna write her back. Perhaps she didn't want to answer that for legal reasons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you, Laura. Don't give him anything. <laughs> I just come back and said, "Would you eat off a man's stomach?" She said she does not aware of the term, but I'll have to. Uh, not get, try say get, body, not stomach. Oh. Because, like, you're eating off the whole body. Yes. Okay. Fair enough. You know how dirty I feel, by the way, with my answer to that, by the way. Because I mean? said... What did you say? I assumed it was some type of metaphor or for... <clears throat> oh, yeah, the... Yeah. Uh, Yes, I was very yes. clinical, but now I, f- I felt... See, and that Puffy was very leading last week, because he led us to believe that this was something that was ultra Super dirty. dirty, yeah. And he, it wasn't. He, he Fooled ya. He played us a little bit. Totally played us. Um, what was I saying? Um, 
what are you doing right now? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Oh, that's what's edit. happening please, down at Turks please, and Caicos. Somebody, please, somebody be recording I was this. Making, I was making an odd, odd gesture with my fists. <laughs> you were timing you it. Yeah. I was trying to like pump my fist, but it didn't, it didn't look right very good. Right by your face. Speaking of which, uh, our uh, my, my buddy Chris Beaudry, yes. uh, who's become a friend of mine, he was the assistant coach of the Humboldt Broncos, yes. unfortunately, with the tragedy last year. But uh, we've talked a lot over the last years. Terrific guy. And he's become a faithful listener to the podcast. And he uh, he took a freeze frame of my villa tour yes. that we posted on Instagram, and and <laughs> alerted to the fact that in my shorts it appeared that you were <laughs> that happy you were to be there, packing, <laughs> packing packing something heavy. And yes. I'm not upset with the picture because it made no. it look like there was about a uh, there's a buzz about your <laughs> appendage. I think it's just a crease in the shorts. I don't know. Really, it like look a to me. You look. <laughs> I've seen I've seen that before. You look substantial, my friend. Yes, substantial. But it's kind of a skitty. Brazzers kind of will be in touch. It's with like you. a twelve-inch pencil. Pencil. Well, <laughs> on air experience. He said. Yes. He said was, "Hey, you excited about the villa there, buddy? Or did you go through with the old hypothetical? <laughs> the one where Adding we had where, where we added the inches. Uh, I got two oh million worth of." <laughs> I'll have to retweet that. So anyway, fifth bedroom uh, competition. How many inches does staying at the villa add to you? <laughs> well, I, I think a lot. I think it does. Um, yeah, so uh, the fifth bedroom contest will be on, and we'll figure it out. And we guys have to decide whether the ladies get to come with us, if Stoff will bring uh, Sarah. Yeah, if we go over, if Tanya loses a bedroom, then she's out. Well, she's not there's more it. people than bedrooms. She's out. So do you want me to just say there's more people than bedrooms? <laughs> I'm not suggesting that at all. I'm just saying the parameters that she has given me. She seems a little spoiled for a, you know she's a highfalutin <laughs> she, executive she, right now. She is not like me who just needs enough room on a floor to survive. Yeah, you would take. You she would... needs like the comforts of home. She needs oh, a well, bed. She, she have that. She'll have that at Weimara. Yeah, Weimara. I mean, there's a lot of room for people there. Oh, what I was starting to say, I got sidetracked there when I was doing the weird thing with my fist. Was <laughs> that people were funny on Instagram? They were saying uh, they bring in the wives, and they're like, "Is Stoff bringing Allison?" And the next guy was like, "I thought it was Louise." And then the next guy, like, "I thought it was Carolyn." <laughs> My wife actually uh, took a picture of that and sent it to me. <laughs> oh, nice. oh dear, she's. Uh, what's Are her you? name again? Nicole. Nicole. From, uh, Nicole. I had to think there for a second. She's <laughs> <laughs> getting out of control. Can we, can we get stop. You. We, you. We should have Nicole on. Yes. For two truths, one lie. That'd and they, she could just yeah. she could just say three names because we'll all forget. Yeah, <laughs> be, yeah what's, what are these? Is Carol my name? and Nicole. Which is my name? I'll be like, damn it! I can't remember. <laughs> that's that, that is actually an excellent idea. I would love yeah. to have each of your significant others do a two truths one lie about you. Oh God! I think that's the where we should go. <laughs> the villa is getting a lot of uh, a lot of feedback. I think my tour got a lot of people excited. Somebody yeah. asked, I think quite seriously, said, "Hey, I, I need to go down to Turks. Could you get me a promo code on the villa?" <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if there's a promo codes on the villa. They're uh, rubber boots, hundred percent off. Hundred <laughs> percent off for us boys. Uh, one other. What else did I tell you about Turks? Oh yeah, it was like a celebrity fest down there. Kylie Jenner was down there. She was with, with uh, the guy Travis Scott. Yeah, the Look rapper. At you. Dropping oh, knowledge. Uh, my boy's a big Travis Scott guy. That Kylie Jenner, she's the one who's like worth like almost a billion. Yeah, right? a billion dollars oh for God. crazy for, so. for no good reason as far as I'm concerned. They, they were at a different villa. Oh. I did not see them. You, you, you I, bet you they were. I told you Drew came in and then Drew was at the... When The great thing about the villa is you can go over to the resort if you want and use the pool and uh, the beach and everything at the resort. So Drew was over at the resort, but I was on the beach and she was by the pool. She had her two nannies and uh, and her two kids. Yep. And I, so I missed because I, I love Drew. How's Drew looking? Yeah. I think Drew looks great. I yeah. mean, I haven't seen any recent photos, but she's always been so cute. Yeah. She's, well, no, uh, I'm talking about America's overall, sweetheart. Though. Like you know what I mean? Like you said, she has two kids. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So I mean, well, well, are we talking well, Charlie's Angels here or? Yeah, I think she's she's still she looks there. fantastic. That's all I want. I don't want to yeah, get more of that. I don't want to. <laughs> you're looking at me like well, I you want see, you to. Yeah, she's. Uh, <laughs> she's like, what are you thinking? You got a shot if you no, come no, down no, to the villa. No, no. She did not have a man with her there, Lester. So no, I don't think she had a man with her. No, I don't know if that was if she has one or not. I don't even know if she's married. I'd have to look it up. She's been married a few times. Yes. Uh, who else was down there? Uh, Victor Hedman of the Tampa Bay Lightning. I thought was... you were going to say Victor Newman. <laughs> no. <laughs> 
That's big. Come to the villa, villa, Beecher, right? Coming to the villa. Listen to me. Yes. Listen to me. I don't give a damn. How was Victor Hedman down there with the uh, the break time? He just he was coming as did I was they leaving. have a, an earlier break tap? I guess. Yeah, I think they started a couple of days earlier. Oh, he was coming in as I was going, and uh, he was staying at the Waimara as well. And uh, let's see. Oh, I went on a uh, went on a boat ride. Uh, just six of us on a boat. Uh, my buddy Troy, uh, I had him in studio the other day. Okay, yes. Uh, he rented a nice big yacht. I, you know, I travel with friends who are out so of my league. So is Troy down there at the villa too? He has a different villa oh. at a different oh. place. He owns. So he rented this yacht for a day. You do hang with some... Yeah, yeah people I don't well, belong with. Uh, don't belong with. Um, well, well connected? Well, no, they're rich. Anyway, there yeah. was another couple down with Troy, <laughs> and it was uh, Jose Chouinard. Seriously? Wow. Yeah, so I spent a day on the yacht with Jose Chouinard. Oh, have. did she? Yeah, she. Uh, did she ever date what? someone here? Uh, or is be- that someone else? No, I believe I us. No, there's else. no. You're right. Uh, right. A sportscaster uh, who is. Uh, I okay, think at, yes, at a different at a different is. network. Wow, now. we'll have to discuss this. Out but yeah. Jose's got a nice partner named Andrew, uh, who play, I played golf with. But uh, she is a lovely lady. Is she? Mm-hmm. Yeah, lovely lady. Couple time national. Did champion. she know who you were? <laughs> yeah, she knew. Is she I okay? <laughs> yeah, she know who Rod Black. We was. talked about celebrity stories <laughs> and paparazzi and things like that. Yeah, she know Roddy and uh, Brian Williams. Brian Williams. Brian Williams. Brian Williams. I didn't. She probably the, know Bump. I haven't done this. Case. She would know Bump. She would probably. Know Bump, absolutely. Uh, so had some good times with Josie. I'm sounding like I'm name dropping a lot, yeah, yeah, right? But right. that's what you do when you. But hold on. But you had the most fun with Brooksy. Oh yeah, Brooksy and I had a time and a half. Also, want to uh, say a shout out to a, a buddy of mine, Jerry, who's uh, my new friend at the airport. Uh, Jerry and his family were down staying in Turks and Caicos. Okay. And Jerry, uh, they came and took some photos with me. Jerry had my book. He brought my book to read during wow. his vacation. Nice. And then at the airport, there's Jimmy. Uh, Jerry's trying out for the musical ride. He's in the RCMP, so I want to wish Jerry the best. Nice. That Wonderful did not family. happen for me when I brought Jurassic Park to. <laughs> No, uh, no Michael Crichton. Jerry's family, uh, at least some of them live in Aurora. And the first thing, um, I, I apologize, I don't remember uh, the names of everyone, but uh, one of them said to me, Yes, Darren Detition always jogs by my house shirtless. <laughs> Even in the winter months. <laughs> I have a friend of mine that's, who's actually in the Bone Diggers. Right. He oh. lives close to uh, Darren. He says the same thing. Darren's always got <laughs> well, he's downtown now jogging, yeah. but... Uh, yeah. Anyway, so uh, very exciting news about oh the Oh, my God. James, I'm so happy. Again, this our... is right up there with when I found out I was playing Augusta National. <laughs> right. It is. is it? They were both right ahead of the children. Yeah. <laughs> Just ahead of them? Yeah, they're ahead of them. So, Augusta, the Villa, Villa, Villa trip one, Villa and Augusta, Augusta and then your two children, the children. And your children, third and fourth spot. Yeah. Uh, I'm so confused this week and so ill-prepared. Oh, we had one other thing to do. Uh, we talked about uh, last week about my earlobes a lot. Mm-hmm. And yes. uh, Lester and I started composing a song called Chocolat Earlobe. Yes. And while I was down at the Villa, uh, Lester was apparently working on the song. So, uh, here's a little bit of uh, our, Lester's new hit single, Chocolat Earlobe. Yeah, just you and me all alone. Mm. Something about you, I just can't get off my mind. Listen, I noticed your lobes, they were detached. When I clicked on your profile, we matched. I can't believe you're mine. And all we have is time for me To show you what I want And let me touch your earlobe Hey baby I wanna play with your earlobe Mmm Put some chocolate on your earlobe Well, well, well Let it off your earlobe Believe those ears of mine I get down with the earlobes all the time Obsessed with the money all night long Wake up in the morning, can't wait to latch on Get my job at drinkcoffee.com And then I go ahead and put my pants on Grab my shirt, it's a non-tucking Gimme, gimme, gimme that earlobe, let me suck it I wanna touch your earlobe Yeah. Uh, 
Oh, man. <laughs> Any couple listening right now together, they're, they're banging right I, now. I'm playing that for Brooksy tonight oh, yeah. and hoping yeah. she finally it's, goes after my earlobe. It's definitely going to get me some yeah. action. I think we, I could, between my little fetish with my own earlobe yeah. and Lester's song, we could make... Like the whole earlobe thing, uh, the new thing in sexuality. I know. Don't you think? I think it's underrated. (laughs) Interesting. You going to play that for your wife? That's a hit single, baby. Oh, she's going to love it. She loves the earlobes already. She's going to be on board. Did did you mention about my detached and see if that was uh, alluring to her? Uh, No, I'm going to keep that our secret. If we're down at the villa, though, and she has a few, she will be flicking my earlobes. She will definitely be rubbing earlobes down there. Yeah, 100%. I'll be all mad. Luffy's well, gonna have everyone wearing headphones. <laughs> <I know. laughs> Here, guys, I bought you all some uh, ear warmers. Beats by Dre. Beats by Dre. It only cost me uh, twenty seven hundred. <laughs> okay, so uh, final thing on Laura Cope. I know this pod's been all over the place, but uh, we were talking about the eating. Unlike normal pods, <laughs> eating off of bodies. She got back to me. She says she would not do it. It does not sound hygienic. She's very conservative, I take it. Mm. She, then she said, does it count if it's like their hand? I said, no, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about eating sushi off a navel. Um, so that's what we want Laura for. She's got her... Yeah. W- we were getting a little out of hand with it last we week. She mm-hmm. dialed us back in and said, I don't want any I was any, willing to be the prop for that. six grand. <laughs> Actually, she came back with... I mean, I would do it off some guys, but not you guys. Oh, that's just mean. Oh, now I'm mad. I don't want to touch your earlobe. Uh, so we got to get going here. Um, uh, Bruce McLaren is coming up. As I said, I met Bruce uh, a few years ago. We'll get into that on the pod. Uh, he's the one who runs the Weimara. He's the guy who makes all this happen. Massive Ottawa Senators fan, though, as you'll hear in the interview, he's a little unhappy with the way things work. In he Stan's should land. buy the Senators. As he should be. Wow, <laughs> wouldn't that buy be it. something? When we get down to the villa, we'll try and persuade Talk him, him to buy the Senators. So Bruce McLaren's coming up. Before we get to that, uh, two things. Uh, we have a new segment we're pushing called TV Talk. Or is it, what are we doing? What you watching? What you watching? What you watching? And Lester's theme for that will debut next week. That's fine. Uh, we like to talk about the shows. Puffy's just finished season one of Game of Thrones. Yes. I'm going to get back into True Detective now that I'm home and have a couple of days at home. Um, but there is a show called The Push. Oh, so good. The Push, which is on Netflix. Yes. So if you have the Netflix, my, my challenge to you listeners, if you haven't watched already, is to watch The Push. And then we're going to talk about it next week on the Super Bowl pod. And then we can get your input uh, for it as well. So I've already seen it. I've seen it. And uh, and Lester and stuff. And we're going to talk about the push in, what's the segment called again? What you're watching. What you're watching. So that'll be on next week's Super Bowl pod. I'm going to fly all you guys down to Atlanta <laughs> for the Super Bowl edition of the pod. I have a friend I can stay with. That's fine. You can stay on the lounge chairs at the pool deck. Ooh. Just like Puffy will be at the uh, Weimara. So let's. You, you had your fake Weimara theme earlier. Yes. Let's this... lead into the Bruce McLaren interview uh, with the new Weimara theme. Don't wait till tomorrow. Book a villa at Weimara. The last time that I saw it, you looked like you need a vacation at Weimara. Weimara. And here he is, uh, the man who brought me to this villa. I always say on the podcast, I call it a villa, because I, I feel like it sounds more exquisite. Villa, we call it. Yeah, well, that, that, that's the James Duffy touch, I guess, try, <laughs> trying to sound classier than he is. <laughs> we are uh, sitting overlooking the ocean right here with Bruce McLaren. One of, one of the things I love about the villa is this was Bruce's vision, and, and Bruce built all of these. There's, there's six now, is that correct? There's five completed. It was originally a five-villa project, and now um, we acquired more land, and we're building a sixth and seventh villa. Right. But he lives here. He, yes. Bruce is in the, in, in the first villa, so when you're here, he, he's your neighbor. Um, before we get in, into the Gansvort and everything, uh, I met you, I think, through hockey. You sent me an email one time when I was on the island, and I quickly discovered you were a big Sens fan, and uh, yeah. you, you would email me yeah. Sens questions when things were good and bad. Correct. So you were a diehard. Yes, yes. I, I think I, I think I heard that you were on the island. I was away at the time, actually, and I reached out to you and and invited you to come over to the hotel for a meal. I've always been a been a fan of your your humor and your background. Well, now Ottawa. it sounds like I'm just sucking up for comp- compliments <laughs> in this interview. Yeah, that was before I got to know you. <laughs> 
But how? Uh, just give me your quick feelings on the team now, because I used to fly from Turks to come back for playoff games. I would see you at the playoff run a couple of years ago, and yeah. I just get the feeling that your passion is not quite what it was. Well, the, I guess the team is saving me a lot of money on travel during the playoffs, but you're right. For years, I don't think I missed between 2000 five or pre-lockout between 2004 and a few years ago I might have missed one or two home games in Ottawa for the playoffs so you can remember some of those long runs were uh, were, uh, were were pretty pretty great so I was up up in Ottawa a lot then yeah right now you you might notice a bit of an Australian accent on Bruce which I'm sure he doesn't know he has we'll get into that in a second but he is from Ottawa I should state this right off the top he's just now displaced to Turks and Caicos and Australia. Could you quickly tell me, I always love success stories. And since you sucked up to me, you're, you're a, a massive success. Uh, how does a guy who, just like me, goes to high school in Ottawa, end up owning this big resort in Turks and Caicos? Oh, well, the, there's, there's a long story to that. But uh, I, I'd say if my peers in high school were to vote the least likely to succeed, <laughs> I would have been definitely on that list. Um, so I went to Australia within six to 12 months after finishing high school. I went to Glebe High School. Did you actually finish high school? I did. I did. I'm really proud of the fact that I actually finished barely. And, and, and actually, I got accepted at the same university that you went to, James. At Carleton U, and you didn't, you didn't become actually, a Raven. Carleton actually accepted me, which, which I was proud of. I think my mom hung it up on the wall. <laughs> um, but I left for Australia with a backpack, and... Um, and I think the fact that I got a clean start and nobody knew that I was useless and unreliable, <laughs> so I was able to, to do, a, do a few things over there. And like yeah. any romantic uh, comedy film in Hollywood, you, you met a girl and stayed, right? I did, I did. We, um, we had to draw straws about whether we would go to Canada or Australia, and, and, uh, and she won that one. So I, I wasn't too upset. I really loved Australia. And without being creepy, I mean, I'm, I'm creepy a lot on this podcast, I think, but... Uh, a, your wife is beautiful. She looked kind of an Elle McPherson. I'm sure you fell head over heels. I don't really understand what she saw, but uh, I, I understand why you stayed. In, in one, one of my best mates, actually an Australian mate that lives here in Turks, he said that she, uh, she's got a thing for wounded animals. So <laughs> she, she's always looking after the stray dogs on island, so he reckons that was what her... Uh, her, her falling for me was, yeah. And I know you're probably too humble to talk too much about it, but you, you get a job at a steel company, you learn the steel business, start your own steel yeah. company. and Yeah, uh, and yeah so I, I ended up um, going to community college in Australia, similar to Algonquin type thing, and studied construction. And uh, the first job that I got was with a steel company, and uh, eventually, when I finished college, decided I knew better than the, knew better than the owner, so I started my own. Yeah. Now... I, you make your money there. You sell the steel company. You come to Turks and Caicos. Now, why did you why did you come here? Did you just come here for a vacation and fall in love with the island? What's the short version of that story? I think there's there's probably a long story to it, but the short story would be that I think after being away from Canada and North America for so long, Australia is amazing place, but obviously it's very far away. I was drawn back to this side of the world, and um, Turks and Caicos was somewhere that that I had heard about, and um, I had no intentions of staying long-term. I think it was all, oh, we'll be away for a year, and, um, and that was 10 or 11 years ago. So it was the lifestyle of the island that really grabbed us, and it turned out to just be the perfect spot to raise our children. So you come here, you fall in love with the island, and you build a resort. Yeah, I, uh, it, was, it was actually perfect timing for me. I, it turned out I just sold my steel company in Australia and um, found an opportunity here. I met my now partner, Rob Ayer, through a mutual friend, and he had these big plans to build a resort. And um, with my background in construction, I couldn't resist, so, so really didn't have much time to sit on the beach for long. <laughs> and um, so we opened the hotel in 2009. Our, our company, Waimara Developments, um, developed that hotel and which we've now developed the villas um, we currently operate under a brand uh, with a New York brand Gansevoort we know the song we, we play the song all the time but the but the name's going to change 
Yeah, we um, we're we're going to be going separate ways fairly shortly, and uh, we'll be independent and operating under the name Waimara, so, which is was so we need a, originally our intention. Redo the song Waimara. Waimara. Why Lester's a my just musician is amazing. He'll, we'll figure out a Waimara song in no as, time. As long as you're not singing it. <laughs> you know the other thing I thought was amazing when I met you. You, you lived in the penthouse of the Waimara. Uh, with the kids, like, and I always, my kids were down here going, Dad, that would be my fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> Your son and daughter who are now, how old? 13 and 16. 13 and 16. So yeah. they're seven, eight years old living well, in it. Is it now, is it? Well, first of all, we called in an apartment, okay? <laughs> and um, when we would go on holidays, a couple of times we would rent a, a house on Airbnb or something, and my kids would just be ecstatic because they, they just thought, you know, that was yeah. amazing. We can, we're in a house, you know, so it's all relative. You <laughs> yeah, know? I know. And I, I'm sure that like anything else, it's, it just seems like a kid fantasy to me. You have yeah. these pools, this, the best beach in the world right in front of you and all these, all these yeah. amazing Although things. I remember one story that uh, some people got a real laugh because my son was, I, I mean, I think, I think he would have only been about four years old and he's, and he's just wearing his underwear and he's, we're up on, he's up on our balcony. It was quite a long balcony. And he's got his rollerblades on, and he's going back and forth on our balcony. And someone, I remember mentioning that they'd seen this kid whizzing back and forth from the beach. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, you, and you stayed a hockey fan. You, one of the things you did, you'd put, uh, you'd put yeah. hockey up on a big screen. I know a, a ton of hockey players. I talked about this with Brendan when he was on, uh, when I was down in the summer. Yeah. That, uh, not that you aim the resort at hockey players, well, but couple, it's... There's a couple things there. I think I tell people that when I went to Australia... I went there as a as a regular Canadian hockey fan, and we all know what that means. But I became a bit fanatical when hockey was taken away from me because back in those days there was no internet streaming or cable TV. So, so my dad would now and again record a, a Sens game and send me a VHS tape. Come on, I'm not kidding. So three weeks later, and I would do whatever I could to avoid knowing who won the game, and I'd put the VHS tape in and, uh, and watch what, the game. So what are you talking, the early 2000s or 90s? Oh, or earlier than that. I'm oh. talking back to uh, 95. Oh, Alexander Dagg years yeah, or so. Yeah, 90, I, think, I think the VHS tapes got it. When, when Alfie started breaking out, it was a bit more exciting <laughs> to, to watch the VHS tape. It would be impossible. Yeah. I, uh, impossible now to... I mean, I have trouble for three hours if I PVR something yeah. to not find out from somebody or you looking at your phone by mistake. In Australia, and with no internet at the time, it was not hard to not know who won. I just, I, I really just had to, to not call someone in Canada and ask the result of the game. Right, right. <laughs> but I've said this, you know, with the, uh, the five-day breaks that players have and the all-star yeah. breaks, this is yeah. the perfect place, so easy for flights from Toronto or New York or most places yeah. to get down for just a... We've we've probably if if I had to guess we've probably had a hundred NHL players through the hotel and hmm. I've met a lot of them. Uh, they the who's hotel, been the nicest guy you've had? I don't want to say give names, but the because there's been so many that have been nice. The, the oh, staff they like their privacy, like the, right? Yeah, no, the staff all like the hockey players, but I will name one who is a is a, a pal from Ottawa was Zenin Konopka. Um, so when he was playing the NHL, um, I had known him from through my brother actually from prior to him playing when he was back from when he was in the 67 so he uh, he told a lot of his teammates so you know I, I enjoyed meeting a lot of the senator players when Zenon was in Ottawa and it was great did he bring his his pet bunny Hoppy he never brought Hoppy but uh, my kids are obsessed with Hoppy so whenever is we... Hoppy still alive yeah yeah really yeah 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 Zenon Kanopka listeners have it has a uh a pet bunny named Hoppy, which I always felt strange when he was beating the crap out of people on the ice. He actually has two pot cakes as well, which are the the Turks and Caicos Keep wild. Going. The Turks and Caicos wild dogs are called pot cakes, and they adopt quite a few of them off island. And uh, I actually had two that we had caught at the hotel that I managed to talk Zenon into adopting. So yeah, he's got Hoppy and two pot cakes. That's, my kids are obsessed with those dogs too, and I'm always terrified that whenever they come down here, I'm going to bring home two. Not that there's anything wrong with that, that's what they do, but you, we went and walked them uh, I think a couple times ago, and they are cute as heck, and you yeah. can go, that's one of, the, one of the real activities. Oh! We have a doorbell interruption. Sorry, the, the doorbell rang. One of my, uh, one of my manservants was coming by. <laughs> 
Okay. Am I allowed to refer to them as that? No, probably not. It doesn't doesn't sound good when you're saying it, James. Yeah. Um, well, what were we talking about? Kanapka and his, uh, yeah, his so, pet bunny Hoppy. Yeah. So it, it reminds me that when I say that he's adopted two pot cakes from Turks and Caicos, ah. it reminded me there's a hockey connection there as well because I was uh, up in Nashville. I met Zenon for a couple of playoff games. And um, everyone knows how great the uh, the music is there, and we're in one of the bars. I think it was Rippy's, right across the road from uh, from the stadium, having a few beers one day. Um, and uh, I got this message from my wife that they finally caught this pot cake that we'd been trying to get for like three months. This thing was so smart, and I was trying everything to catch it. So we caught the dog, and um, and we caught another one by accident. Um, and so I needed to find a home for these two that I'd really become attached to. And so a, a couple of beers into it, and Zenon's mentioned that he wanted a dog. So I, I seemed to talk him into taking one. And before the beer session was over, he'd agreed to take both. So, nice. Yeah, so there you go. Hockey players are the best. Yeah, he's a, he's a big softie. Yeah. yeah. So uh, this place where we're at right now, and I talk about it a lot on wait, the pod. Wait, wait, I got one more Zenon oh, story. Oh, go. I gotta, I've just remembered no. another one. You, you, can, you can edit this You know, you could start, out. you could get a podcast on your own if you want, yeah, and you kind of take over this thing. You can edit this out if you need to, James. But uh, so on the um, all-star break and I can't remember what year this was but Zenon was playing in Ottawa and uh, there was a few players at the hotel Sean Thornton was down uh, playing for the Boston Bruins at the time there was a couple other players there that I won't mention but anyways Sean uh, Sean had a really good time and I remember we were saying that's a shocker <laughs> yeah let's just, let's just say that he had had a, had a really good time he'd had a few beers and uh and anyways, we, we had a bit of a chat, and, 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 um, and then um, we had made the connection that I had told them I was a pal with Zen, and, and they, they know each other from way back, from Plymouth, I think. Um, and it um, was only about a week or two later that Ottawa plays Boston. And, and just in the warm-up, the two of them uh, were warming up near center ice and, and chatting to each other. And the, uh, the telecast really honed in on it and brought it up again at intermission. And they were like, look at Kanopka and Thornton. They're, they're chirping each other before the game. They're, they're ready to go. You know, these guys are going to be into it. And I'm laughing because I know exactly what they're talking about. And I find out later from Zen and he goes, yeah, I, I said to Sean, oh, you were down at my buddy's hotel and I, I heard you had quite a few beers. Are you going to be okay? And they were just having a laugh about, uh, about Turks and Caicos and the, and the hotel. And Duffy and Mackenzie on the panel are going, look at the intensity between these two. There's yeah. real hate on the ice right now. And it, and it made a newspaper article and everything. And I'm just killing myself laughing because I know what was really being said. But anyways, yeah, oh, that's that, a side story. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. I love these villas. They're on the other side for, for people. I talk about Turks a lot, but uh, the resort is on one side and basically a little short five-minute drive. It's not a big island. You're at these villas, but it's kind of cliffside. There's, it's just striking beauty. But how did you... I'm always amazed at vision. I don't have vision. Like I couldn't buy a piece of land and, and, and build a place because I, I, I can't see things like that. How did you stand on the edge of this cliff and say, hey, this is the perfect place for mm, a bunch of villas? Mm, mm. Well, I was looking looking around at land for somewhere to build a home. It was uh, it was time for us to to leave our apartment, and um, I had um, my realtor, actually a Canadian fella, Graham Canham, mm-hmm. um, unfortunately a Leaf fan, um, and he was showing me around the island, and uh, and he had shown me about three or four places, and nothing really ticked the boxes, and I was like, Let, let's go, that's enough. I call it a day. I'm right. you know I'm. I'm I got a very short attention span, right? And uh, he goes, "No, no, there's this one more, and we'll go have a look." And we pull up, and 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 we get out of his car, and I'm having a look at it. And I was just in love with this piece of land. As soon as I saw it, it was incredible. It's eight minutes away from where I was living, but I'd actually never been on it. And um, Graham says, "Don't you like it?" And I said, "Yeah. Why didn't you bring me here first? Right. <laughs> you know." So I just fell in love with it. It's very unique for Turks and Caicos in the way that it's. It's, it's got a hill behind it facing the ocean and the, the view and the seclusion. It's just incredible. Um, so, yeah, straight away. The, the big key was how do I connect the ocean? Because there is, as uh, James said, a, a cliff face. So, um, you know, I came here with the kids swimming and we were climbing up and down the rocks. And I had to figure out a way to seamlessly get people into the ocean. And so we came up with these awesome swim platforms that I... 
I took uh, inspiration or stole ideas from the Maldives. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you see the photographs of our over-the-water swim decks, you, you might remind you of the Maldives because I literally stole three different design elements that I had seen and wrapped it into one. And I just think it's like the most fun place you could ever sit and have a beer and a swim. And It's be the best. And the it, ocean. It, we yeah. did. That was the first thing, uh, uh, Brooksy, my wife, uh, you, you know her as Cheryl, but on the podcast, they, I talk about her all the time. They call yeah. her Brooksy because what... Uh, you know, the whole torch thing. Yeah. So sometimes she'll say to me, uh, uh, we'll get in an argument. Yeah. And she won't agree with what I say. And so I come back with, I guess that's what I'm saying, Brooksy. <laughs> and she has no idea what I'm talking about. It's my favorite thing in the world. Um, but that was the first thing we did yesterday was go down on there. And for the listeners, uh, if you, fo- you follow the uh, Rubber Boots account on Instagram, you may have seen it already, but I'm going to do a full tour of the villa that I'll, I've saved on the account so you can look at it anytime um, and, and check out what I talk about all the time when I when I lost over the villa. Uh, before we let you go, um, another thing you're very passionate about uh, is helping this island. And I know your daughter's a swimmer. And the amazing thing about Turks, you'd think, okay, islanders right on the ocean all the time. A lot of people here can't swim. And so you are trying to build uh, a pool and not just a, a swimming pool like we have in the villas here, but an actual 25 meter and then eventually a 50 meter pool for uh, athletes to learn how to swim and then train and, and start generating swimmers from this country. Yeah, so we've got a we've got a great community facility that that was uh, brought about years ago by a group of uh, very generous donors. Uh, it's called the Graceway Sports Center. That's actually where our Canadian kids play roller hockey. Um, and at that facility, they still have vacant land, and the um, the owners were generous enough to donate the land for us to build a um, competition pool. So we're, we're looking to do a 25 meter and a 50 meter pool plus a learn to swim pool, um, raising all the money completely from private donations. Um, and it's a non-for-profit company. And uh, as James said, the crazy thing is that a lot of, probably the majority of local kids here don't get a chance to learn how to swim. A lot of them are scared of the water and it, and it may come from, from their parents or whatnot. So, um, so we know that this, this would be a, a, a huge addition for the community, but then also for competitive swimming. Uh, my daughter's really gotten into the last few years and her and her teammates, they, um, they've done training in hotel pools and they'll be, <laughs> they'll be dodging the, uh, the vacuum and, uh, right. yeah, or, uh, you know, they, uh, they show up at a meet and they, I remember the first time they went to a meet and they, they, they didn't even, had never even been on a starting block before, but, uh, but yeah, so the country's really in need of a, of a competition pool and, uh, and we're looking to get started on that this year. So. Okay. And we'll put uh, information again on, on the rubber boots account as to, uh, um, if, if you wanted to donate and, and, and help out, uh, what is something that's really needed here in Turks and Caicos? Um, before I let you go, um, the guys who I do the pod with, uh, Puffy and Stoff and, uh, Lester the singer, um, they've been bugging me, you know, they, they enjoy my villa stories, but I keep promising them to bring them down. So what we're going to plan on doing is someday, for just three or four nights, I'll bring those three guys down, and we'll do a podcast every night from the villa. Wow, does that make sense? Yeah, that sounds awesome. I I would start because they obviously have the talent on the yeah. show. Yeah, and I was starting to think that you weren't bringing them because you were afraid I'd stop inviting you. Well, that's part or partially true. Um, <laughs> but damn it, you're not supposed to expose me like that. No, uh, they're actually. Uh, this would be uh, Lester would bring his guitar. Puffy's a degenerate gambler, so that might be a bit of a problem. Although there's, there's casinos and stuff on the island, right? And slot machines. Yeah, yeah. For the real, yeah, for the real desperate gambler, <laughs> we can find something. That's right. Well, listen, buddy. Thank you so much. Uh, you know, I love the place. I love hanging out with you. And uh, um, thanks for having me down again. And thanks for sharing some time on the Rubber Boots Pod. Thanks for having me. Hey, how are you? I got a question that I really want to ask you. Wait. Don't hang up. I need to know, so I'm gonna try and push my luck. Are you wearing your rubber boots tonight? Are they purple, yellow, green, blue, black, or white? Are you wearing your rubber boots tonight? And do you like the dunk tank? 
at the fair I know It's a little strange My obsession with your choice of footwear in the rain I know That you're on TV But I need you to put your boots up on the desk for me Are you wearing your Hawaii boots tonight? Are they purple, yellow, green, blue, black, or white? Are you wearing your Hawaii boots tonight? And do you like the dunk tank? At the fair This is the part they call the bridge A bridge has water under it With rubber boots you can wade in the water Just don't fall in Are you wearing your Hawaii boots tonight? Are they purple, yellow, green, blue, black, or white? Are you wearing your Hawaii boots tonight? And do you like a dunk tank? At the fair? No, seriously. Are you wearing your rubber boots? Don't hang up. Please. Somebody. Me? Me? Anyone?